This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Listeners, thanks for your questions. We have one of those today before us, which is, do demons pursue children? This is a... It's a doozy. It's a doozy question. This is definitely not one of those easy fly-by-night, off-the-cuff answers. So let's do it off the cuff. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, No. um, (laughs) The... The easy answer is, well, yes. In fact, there are there's clear biblical evidence for that. Yes. And so children are humans. Demons pursue humans. Yep. Yep. Now the question is, what does that mean? And what does that look and like? Now yep. moms and dads are like, hmm, I think my child <laughs> might be possessed by a demon. And any parent that's ever disciplined their child probably has thought that thought a few yep. times. And uh, it should be very should be stated very clearly on the front end. I think this is probably a bit more rare um, statistically. I don't think yeah. the the probability is that that is your family. Mm. Uh, there are ideas that um, some mental illnesses or autism or different things like that or demonic spirits, and I don't find that to be helpful um, at all. And there are signs of somebody being possessed by a demon. So, for example. In the book of Mark, I just had it up here on my phone. It's in the Bible. Mark, 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 Markety Mark. My Bible just went away. Oh, no. Someone's like, digital Bible. That's why you shouldn't do it. Mark 9. <laughs> okay. Mark 9. Um, that this boy uh, had a, a spirit that made him mute. Mark yeah, 9, yeah. 17. Verse 18, it says, whenever it seizes him, it throws him down. And he foams and he grinds his teeth yeah. and he becomes rigid. And so, like, that's a that's a child, you know. But sure. what we don't know, actually, is we don't know what that child had been uh, submitted to, yes. what, what experiences he'd been mm-hmm. exposed to. And, and I think, by and large, the answer would be, like, no, there are actual interesting extreme telltale signs of some sort of demonic yeah. possession. And I know that's probably the greatest fear of, of moms and dads. Like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, you're talking about this subject. Are they going to possess my child? And and I think you wouldn't know. Like, that's one of those things where you, you would have some... The one time that I've encountered this with a child, the child and the family had been dabbling in to all kinds of occult things. And it, it was a s- super sad situation. And I believe the child was actually demon-possessed. But there was so much baggage... And, and history of this family and what they had been uh, involved in, the, I think the family had opened themselves up to a, a, a higher level of demonic activity. Mm. Yeah, when we're talking about, you know, I mean, the most technical like question here, the, the technical words were, do, do demons pursue children? Mm. And again, I want to just kind of take that off the table for a moment and say, well, yes, there's biblical yeah. precedence for it. Is it normal? No. Um, but do demons pursue children? And this is where I think they're very scheming creatures. Mm-hmm. And so they utilize the tools of the day. That's uh, why Satan is called the prince of the power of the air. He controls, by and large, the ethics of the pop culture machine, if you will, in any given culture, by and large. And so when you think about things like media and music and entertainment and magazines and television shows and movies and all the kind of stuff that form and shape so many of our children, 
there's no doubt that one of the most scheming ways for him to win is to is to insert subtle messages sure. regularly throughout it. So um, I was in um, in an experience recently where I was with a mother and a daughter and someone else from our church, and they were watching Netflix. The okay. daughter was the daughter was eight years old, and the daughter was watching with the mom's explicit permission. Something on Netflix that I would never let my ten-year-old, eight-year-old, six-year-old daughter. And so the conversations in the in the Netflix movie were, "Oh my gosh, I'm so fat!" Like, "No, yeah, your hips, whatever." You know, and they were just so. It was like this, this wow. unending, like frustrating and hard to even listen to like teenage girls you know oh. just talking about their bodies and insecurities and he wants your body and all and it was, it was just also like weirdly sexual and wow. and uh and this eight-year-old little girl is watching this and she's taking all of this in sure. as normal cool yep. expected and, sh- and her behavior is being formed by these things and so yeah. Are demons, if you will, pursuing my children? Absolutely, through through media and such like that. That's for real. There was, hands down, I would say over the last five years, the most interesting thing I've listened to, uh, watched, it was a video where this evangelical leader, conservative dude, interviewed the chief demonologist oh. of the Vatican, of the Roman Catholic oh, Church. okay. And his job is to basically um, lead other demonologists, it's a, it's a small crew that works out of the Vatican, and, okay. and they will travel to different places, and they, they train people in exorcisms and whatnot. So one of the – I don't remember the exact question, but one of the, one of the questions was about children and demons sure. and okay. their experience uh, in this. Now, I know our listeners could say, you know, Michael, you're not Roman Catholic, but um, it is very interesting because on the front the lines— The perspective of, that they take is, totally. is very interesting. It is very interesting. So one of the things that the demonologist said is that demons, just like humans, they have laws that they mm. cannot go outside of. Okay. So, for example, uh, well, all the laws have to do with authority. It's a it's a very deeply authoritative structure, which is so far very consistent with Scripture. Yeah, Scripture teaches that. Yeah, in Daniel, you find even demons. There are princes and there are different levels. Yes. And Michael needed to be, the angel Michael um, needed to be released by another angel. Like, you just see these yeah. hierarchy hierarchies in the demonic realm. And, and so what he said is that it's it's all based in authority and they can't go outside of the bounds of their authority. And so one of the things that he said, I just interesting insight and, and uh, truthfulness of it or not, we can figure it out later. But he said that um, children by God are granted authority by their parents. Oh, okay. And so that right. a demon needs parental authority hmm. um, to be able to possess a child. And so meaning um, the parents would subject the child to explicitly demonic things. They would make decisions. Uh, they would sit with their children in a, in a like a Ouija board, for example, yeah. and they would say, no, invite the spirit in. Let's see, you know, and so mm-hmm. they they give a context of permission, but they actually do need, we'll call it spiritual legal permission. And so what God does is, and, and when they teach all of their demonologists, they teach that, no, mom and dad, you actually have a resident authority um, as a mom and dad granted to you by God, Very by which the demonic realm yeah. must submit itself, which is not inconsistent, by the way, with no. anything whatsoever in Scripture. Uh, there's another level of authority, which is the authority of the Holy Spirit inside of a true believer sure. that there are just limits that cannot be crossed. They can't violate them because of these authority 
um, laws. And so it was a very interesting um, conversation. And uh, I remember leaving that conversation and just thinking to myself, like, wow. Now, I won't go into it, but one of my questions as I was listening to it was uh, the difference between priests and pastors, Catholic priests and pastors, and how Mm -hmm. the demons would or would not respond to that. That We'll leave that for the video, uh, but um, but it was uh, it was one of the most interesting interesting realms, and that and that question of kids came on the table, and I was like, wow, that's it actually makes a lot of sense that I'm not just in the physical realm, biologically, psychologically, my child's parent, mm. but that in the spiritual realm, there there is something about the father son, mother son, mother daughter, child parent, whatever relationship yeah, there's an that authority God ranking there right grants spiritual authority to that relationship yeah. that is binding in the spiritual realm. Hmm. And, um, I, I found that to be striking, but it doesn't, it, it, it all it does is kind of reinforce the idea that we have incredible influence over our children and also ability to protect them by not exposing yes. them to things. Yep. And, and so, I think that um, is one of the major roles that parents have yep. is to protect their children, both yep. physically and spiritually, emotionally. Yep. And what you expose them to and what you permit them to be exposed to. And so there is even, um, uh, I'm reading into the scenario here a little bit, but the implication was that like if my kid went to a friend's house and wanted to be a part of a seance or something like that, and they wanted to invite the demon into their life, the demon wouldn't be allowed to go in without mm. parental permission mm. uh, because that's how strong the authority structures are. It doesn't matter where you are. Um, if you're a child, you have that. And then there is the question of age of accountability. And yeah. Those are slippery. You know, yep. sl- they're, they're not things that that were vetted out in that discussion. But all I can say is, I I don't know, there's probably never been a time where I've wanted to get a flight, set up a meeting and sit down with a dude for a day <laughs> or two and just guy, right? talk to him and, yeah. and figure out like, okay, from your experience, what have you seen just yeah. from his eyes? And and I'd love to, yeah, anyway, so that was that. Was that. But yes, de- demons do pursue children, but I don't think it's something we need to be afraid of. I think right. it's actually something we need to understand. We, by the power of the cross, um, Jesus has disarmed them, and we have the power to resist them, sure. and our children are under our— mm-hmm. Under the authority of yep. the parents. And uh, I think that's actually very consistent with Scripture and biblical. So, uh-huh. yeah. Well, listeners, thanks for joining us today. Please come back next time when we answer another one of your questions, which will be, is forgive and forget biblical? I love that question. Mm-hmm.